I just made it back home finally when you're wrapping up, so perfect timing. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> well, I know now I've got to kind of keep it down because I know I've got housemates that are trying to sleep. Yeah, another feeling, bro. Hey, sadistic Sally. So I guess in this part I can't be as animated as I was the last show. That's but you'll probably have other people who might be a little bit more animated. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't mind animated people, but uh, I don't mind chilling out for a while either. You know? Right. see the discord you'll you'll be seeing a picture of chocolate chip cookies i baked um a couple hours ago <laughs> i guess if anybody's got a sweet tooth and they're needing a midnight snack right yeah that was good man that you can post in the chat if you're able to yeah i'm not on that phone but yeah <coughs> uh, okay sue yeah i'm fine eric thanks yeah I think it's like those like Pillsbury like cookies you get in the refrigerated food section of the grocery store and like the safety raw you can eat or bake and there are like 24 cookies you can make I guess if you see those I'm, 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 I imagine Matt Madison and Aspen would probably fall in love with those. Yeah, Sarah cooks cookies all the time. Yep. Yeah, like chocolate chip, sugar cookies. Yeah. Peanut butter cookies. Oh, nice. Oatmeal raisin. Yeah. All kinds of different cookies. She's always cooking. I'm not a really huge fan of, like, the macadamia nuts. Yeah, they're but, right. But peanut butter cookies are really good. I think that's her favorite white chip macadamia. I think that is probably Sarah's favorite cookie. I thought like cookies like like that are like Lucky Charms version, but I didn't get those. Yeah, I like I like peanut butter cookies. That's probably my favorite cookie. Is peanut butter. Didn't see those at the store. Yeah, they're better if you just bake them yourself. Right. Yeah, it's not hard to do. So, yeah. Do you like peanut satays? Uh, like I've never heard of those. Like in Holland, for example, they eat a lot of peanut sauce or peanut satay. They call it with chicken. 
They dip the stuff in the peanuts. Oh, so, you not oh my lord, wow. It's a Dutch. I tell you what, it's lovely. If, if Sounds really, good. Yeah, yeah. So generally just putting chicken on a stick and grilling it and then you make up a peanut sauce, which you can make out of peanut butter, but obviously the smooth one. I shall. And dip it in. Hey. Really nice, really nice. I just came to say sorry about disrupting your show earlier, Russ, but I can't. No, you're fine. I, I have to speak my mind. Sorry. Yeah, well, don't don't ever apologize, Sue, for being you. Um, yeah, never apologize. Because you know we we always encourage people to be themselves. Never apologize, yeah, right, Russ? <laughs> well, no, I just apologize. didn't want to disrupt your show. I could debate. I could debate, and. Uh, but I don't like hypocrites either. So, Never you know. apologize. Pilgrim is a sign of weakness. Well, um, you know, I'm not I mean, apologizing for what I said. I'm just apologizing for disrupting your show and that you're uh, yeah. some of your people didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you, you know, and, and and Caps, you know, you know, he's a good friend of ours. I mean, I like. You know, like him being unapologetically unfiltered, you know, and, and him not being afraid to tell it like it is. <laughs> it's a British thing, Eric, I'm afraid. Well, <laughs> and, and you ought to not, not be afraid to tell it like it is either. Really? Because right. I know you're, I mean, you're not going to sugarcoat coat yeah. in, in mince words. You're just as British. No. <laughs> what is cats? <laughs> <laughs> you missed him tonight, you know. Yeah, I was hanging out with him. Oh, you, you, and we love yeah. Caps' bubbly personality too. Oh, you'll yeah. never get another Caps, for goodness sake. I had grandma's and Madison had went to bed early, so it was me and her hanging out for a while. So. Well, then, well, for Madison, it's a school healthy. night. That is healthy, Russ. You need to do that, mate. Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You too. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to chuckle. <laughs> I was not directed towards you, Russ. No, I, I promise. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no. Yeah, school night for the kids. That's brilliant. Yeah. If you have a happy missus indoors and everything else is happy, Russ, keep her sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I do like her, you know. Um, it's cool to hang I'd hope so. Listen, it's cool to hang <laughs> love and attention, mate. That's all they require. Every now and again, yeah. a little bit of a romantic dinner, quite often, a bunch of flowers every now and again. That works. Oh, screw the flowers. Give me what the you know. Give me the money for the flowers. The flowers oh, gonna yeah. die. <laughs> I can find right? something better. Than, no, no, yeah, I know. I know. Nice. It's the gesture that matters. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget Valentine's Day is coming up soon on the 14th. Man, my girl. Yeah. We got Mark on the 13th. Before we even got married, she understood oh. I don't give a crap about Valentine's Day. Exactly. Oh. I don't oh, care yeah, about Valentine's okay. because my anniversary is three weeks later. I want what's on my anniversary more than I want Valentine's. Oh. I think there was somebody who described Valentine's as a holiday of murder. 
it's very commercialized and it's just another way yeah, of making money. I do quite like getting Valentine's cards and they're anonymous like they should be and you don't know who the hell they're from. I like, we get the girls Valentine's Days and all that, yeah. That's Welcome nice. back, Cookie. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Oh, I like Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, I told, Boogie. Like, I told my girl before we ever got married, dude. I don't have to celebrate the grass being green once a year. Why the hell I got to all of a sudden celebrate it? Like, I love you only one day a year. No, it's kind of like oh, buying the cow when you get milk for free. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. And, um, I told my kids that. I've been still telling my kids that. I always thought. Valentine's and Day I, is the day that you can send somebody that you like that isn't aware you like them. Yeah, no, an anonymous no, yeah, card. They, 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 they don't work out too well with the Mrs. No, I know. I know Easter falls on March 31st of this year. It? It's really early. Everybody get ready to plant your gardens on March 29th. Yeah, I don't do the Easter Bunny and all that crap either. Oh, speaking of planting your garden, how you doing? Russ with the kids. She's married. Yeah, I'll buy an Easter basket for me. I prefer uh, plant a seed that doesn't grow. I don't do do Easter Bunny. So anybody with menopause, call me. That's retarded. (sighs) Easter Bunny, the bunny dropped off a basket. I get the hell out of here. Oh, no, no, no. It's just an Easter egg hunt. Hey, no, I draw, I draw the line at Santa Claus. You know? Can I get an hey, ice pack? Hey, we can do Santa Claus, but Easter Bunny, get the hell out of here. Where's my... <laughs> yeah. So, Shelby, and, Shelby, I gotta and ask. You also, what? And you'd also say Cupid could get out of here, too, right, Russ? What? Uh, there's some Easter eggs on their way Cupid, now, of course, right? is the mascot of Valentine's. Who is it? Cupid. Oh, Cupid. Cupid, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's the one that's supposed to shoot you with an arrow. Yeah, that's retarded. Make yeah. yeah, a little baby sheriff running I around. I dodged the arrow. Get you both. <laughs> yeah, that's retarded. Or you just have to do like that force field to ricochet it. <laughs> <laughs> just get a proof vest, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah. I told Don't let him continue. I, I was okay, going to do some jokes. I Bring him some Easter Bunny shit. And I was like, that's not from the Easter Bunny, man. It was like, oh, Easter Bunny got hit by a car a few years back. Oh, it's a squad. Oh, no. Are you serious, Russ? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was hopping around trying to hand out chocolates and just got crushed by a car. It was sad. Like, bunny parts everywhere. As long as it wasn't Bugs Bunny, you know, hey, what's up, Doc? <laughs> I love it when Shep does it to her, Doc. Yeah. Dr. Man. Because yeah. I, um, I, I kind of think, you know, I just, I just don't know what it is about Shep saying what's up, Doc, to, to like Dr. Man. I mean, it's almost like um, if... If, if if they needed a new voice for Bugs Bunny, I think they could hire Shep for that. <laughs> you agree? What's up, Dak? Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Bugs Bunny from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I hear what is bunny that? rabbits. Uh, well, like- I, 
Well, and you know what Daffy Duck would say? You're despicable. Who is it you were impersonating either yesterday or today, Russ? It was brilliant. I can't think of it was now. I, I love it when Russ does Herbert. Uh, I did, uh, yeah, oh. I went Herbert. I was doing something. Like, I did Sean Connery the other day. Um, yeah, there was someone else who did that, and I thought, bloody hell, it just sounded just like him. can't think of it was and then, and then, of course, homeboy Elgato, you know, he's like the Podbean version of Mel Blanc. <laughs> Like the homeboy Rogers, Mr. Crow, uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> Lately, he's gotten in the habit of you know, pretending to be caps and then doing a horrible impression of me. Yeah, yeah no, I can do voices. Like, I can do Story Griffin. I can do. Uh, and that Ruku's beer guy is. I can do. I'm, I'm sure y'all probably know this about Ruku's beer. I can do. Uh, I can do a lot of voices. Really. And, and I'm sure y'all probably know this about Ruka's beard. Like, he's the voice behind Steve Griffin. Yeah, hmm. he does so. Oh, yeah. birthday, he I does birthday it. videos. I don't know if you're aware of that, but um, I bought a few off of him. Um, oh, nice. He does birthday yeah, videos. And, um, yeah, they're quite good, actually. They're, quite, they're three or four minutes long. Right. And um, you just give them a bit of background information about the person whose birthday is. And then he fits it all into his little stories telling. He does. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, no, really good, though. Yeah, he's talented. Yeah. Yeah. There's an idea. And, um, and, 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 like, Dose showing up. I mean, I think the only time, you know, Dose really ever had had me cracking up really bad was was an episode of the Frankie D show. And we had those two Democrat senators, Michael J. Steele. And Michael Soder, they, they were running for Senate at the time, and and Michael Soder called in the front of show one day to do something. Just called in to question Michael Soder about like why do you block me from the show, and, then, and and Michael Soder had his little spaz attack. I don't know. He had a lot of moments, man. That man told Shannon when she says she don't wear underwear, that's why he smelled something. Old dried out fish. Is that Shannon Jordan? Said, yeah, yeah. He said it smelled like dried fish. Shannon Lynn, yes. He said it smelled like dried fish. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I, I, would, I think Shannon <laughs> probably should have <laughs> She's like that old lady off a drop dead bread. Look, no panties. I see cobwebs. <laughs> Elizabeth's mom. Is that who that was? Uh, yes. I think it was, yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah, well, Rick Mayall, he was a pretty funny actor. Yeah. Rick, and Rick Mayall was supposed, supposed to play Peeves in the Harry Potter movies, but they wound up cutting that character out entirely. And because I guess he proved to be too funny for the kids. Right. Yeah, he's. he's... Lunatic. Oh no, Drop Dead yeah. Fred really wasn't a. Sh- I don't know. That really wasn't a movie kids should have watched. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it was hilarious. Um, but all the parents, like, it was about imaginary friends. So all the parents were just, like, yeah, you can watch that. Here, let me go buy that on DVD. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and I think that, like, like, Dose, like, trolling Michael Soder on Frankie show, like, you did. I always say to Dose, like, if you can do it all over again, would you have Michael Soder having his little spaz attack again? And I like the time that Dose answered, what the fuck kind of question is that? Yeah, of course I would. Hilarious, Dose. You're not being a mess. 
you're exactly the asshole you wanted to be. But you're- <laughs> well, you know, and I, th- I think he would have a lot of fun with Linda, you know, that harpy that we had to have run off from Podbean right, because right. she just proved to be so obnoxious. I'm sure he's, oh, I'm well. sure he's met Linda before. He's been on the show when she's on. Finally, someone listened to me about her. God's sake. Know, I still talk to Linda. Well, you know, you know, Linda still comes on. No, she don't come on. Linda here, was. Uh, she thinks I'm a heartless bastard, but I ain't got a problem with her. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind bleeding heart okay. liberals. <laughs> okay, and you know, and I thought the whole panel was. Russ and I, <laughs> and I were on a panel with her. Oh, it, oh, she's had her at the same time. It's Robert. She, uh, according to her. I was the reason behind the Palestinian war. Oh, yeah. Oh, you too? Well, yeah, you too? Yeah, it was my fault. And uh, um, Russ had to put her in check. And that worked. You know, and... Oh, um, boy. I had this thought about Linda a while back, and I think I said something to Elgato about it, that as much as... You know, we we don't really care for jiu-jitsu and Sly Dog and Spliff, and I bet those guys would have a lot of fun with Linda. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> jiu-jitsu would destroy that. Uh, I, I, oh, I hate jiu-jitsu that. a lot, bro. Dude don't even come around here anymore. I heard his No, he, he's doing his... Well, Aww. I think we kind of ran them guys off. Well, that's what we do. You try to get serious, and you try to not get all fighting with each other. Because that's, let's face it. No, dude, I, I gave that dude four years ago. I gave that dude my address, and then fucking yeah. GPS map didn't oh, give me his address. I remember that. I sent him I a link to the GPS map to give directions from his house. It wasn't that long ago he was on there with the Jane business, though, was it? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Don't come here no more. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we ain't got no problems with each other, I don't think. But, yeah, he that was October. Uh, Linda don't come around here no more because I told her, she was like, why do you teach you? Let's just keep attacking all because the Palestinians. Because you're a drunk, crazy fucking person. I was like, well, you know, when you see cockroaches in your home, you don't just kill the ones you see. You kill all of them. You set off bombs, and then you put out pesticides, and you kill out all of them. You don't just get the ones you see. You kill them all. And she's like, oh, you're comparing the Palestinians to cockroaches. And I was like, well, they seem to be a lot like each other. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, just, I think she I called think me a heartless bastard after said. that and stopped going in here. Yeah. Well, and um, I think somebody suggested that maybe she go over to Ukraine and and, and do some negotiating. Yeah. 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 That was the whole point. You want to go over there? You want to talk shit about all your friends and everybody? Mm. Uh, All she needs to do is get off her ass and go and get a bloody job like most people do. Yeah, right. Pick up an AK-47 and go see how you feel about it. Yeah, make sure you clean it really well. Too much time in her hands—that was the problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I still ain't got a problem. She can come in here and be liberal as hell. She want to be. I don't care. I know, I know liberals are growing to hell. Yeah. They don't bother me. Well, she's definitely off her rockers. That's for sure. Oh yeah, she's lost the plot. She's a sheep shagger. 
yeah, she's but she's entertaining, man. She's great for ratings. Yeah, she gets in here, well, she I gets here and says something good. stupid, and I get a character on it, and that's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> See, they get fed up a bit, like they do with Jane, and you end up with two or three people on the show, right? There's no one oh, to You know what I mean? I, I remember the year we I, I started here on Poppy like four years ago, and and I remember twenty twenty. I remember that old two dumbasses podcast with Josh and um, and and I think before they run off from here, people kind of caught on to some like uh, unusual behavior from Josh that, <clears throat> that they come to suspect that he was a scam artist, you know. And I know that he he'd even said some not so nice things about Caps that. And, and I know Caps, along with a couple other people, had like run him off. Oh yeah, Caps was an awesome person. Yeah, I do. Because, and I think because well, I think a lot of Scotland society and. You know, Lady Me and uh, and Mike Ryan and, and and Popsky and Onyx had to run Josh and, and his buddies off. Caps can still have his moments. Trust me. So is everybody okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody's coughing and dying over there. It's me. It's only me. Okay. But 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 I the caveat about, about the two dumbasses podcast getting run off from Poppy. Nothing caps saw through Josh's facade. Yeah. You know, what pissed me off most is that he tried to placate off me and my idiot cousins. <laughs> two drunken well, cousins. Drunken well, cousins. Two, and, yeah. Well, you know, and, and and you're probably glad that guy is gone after, after how he done you. My cousin? Yeah, two dumbasses got Josh. Oh, yeah. You know, you're absolutely right. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think when you caught on to his behavior, too, I think you... And I'm happy him. my cousin is gone, too, because he did nothing but ruin things for a lot of people. Well, I'm not happy he's dead, but, you know, that's what happens in life when you're a piece of shit. You die. By the way, that was a good video you made the other day, cutting off the tail. I watched that. Again. You like that? A lot of people, I I some other people say it was disgusting. No, no way. No way. No, it was really good. And cutting off all the sinew and stuff, it was really interesting. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that. Colin does. Yeah. But it would have been nice if you'd shown the actual cooked. Oh, after I cooked like dinner? I'd like to see it cooked. No, well, I got late and it was... The whole point was cooking, uh, uh, you know, pulling apart, throwing it in the fridge. Yeah, well, that was good. But then just edit it, then cook it, and then do a quick couple of minutes at the end showing it all nice and cool. Like, oh, yeah, this is how I got fat again. <laughs> it looked really good. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. I got seven or eight. There's two parts to that reel. No. What what um what animal was the tail off of? I just need to ask you. Oh, her for beef. Because I miss that bit. I miss that bit at the beginning. No, yeah. it's okay. a, it was a, it's a okay. backstrap off a. Yeah, it's a nice bit of fillet, wasn't it? It was beautiful. No, beautiful. I didn't go kill it. No, I bought it. 
Feel it. <laughs> feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. So anyway. <coughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> Yeah, and a friend of mine, she uh, spoke out on social media and said, that is so disgusting. And I said, that is flaming you up. That's where it comes from. And after all the waste was done, okay. It was a good knife, anyway. No, that was a good knife at all. I got my butcher knife. I got yeah. I don't know nothing good. <laughs> I wish they would shoot me. Trust me, Doss. I wish they would shoot me. No, no, no. I think that every Sunday. I think that, but not worth it. But I feel the same way right about now. Blame Ross for even Daddy's microphone, giving it everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm the one. Uh, that's what deep through my news. No, no, no. You did spread it around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What a bone! What a bone in here! Oh, really? <laughs> what are you talking about? The cop or what? Between outside of normal and the religious shows. <laughs> Although you know, when you hang out on the religious or religious shows, shows will get you banned. They're quick <laughs> to hit that ban button. Right. My idiot cousin and I, we used to go into them back before you guys started, right. way back in the beginning of, you know, um, I don't know, when Jesus said separate some waters in the earth or whatever. There would be nobody on. I'd be like, all right, let's go fuck with the Jesus people. Uh-uh. And we would go in there, and we, would, and we would pull our Bibles out, and we would quote, quote scripture, and they're like, "No, no, no! Fire, fire, fire! Ekdara, dada, dada, dada! Fire!" I'm like, no, no, no! That and they'd be mean. speaking tongue. Yeah, and we're like, no! What you just said was verse one of that, that, that doesn't matter. 
doesn't matter. The first. Believe in us. That's. You want to go hang out with um, those guys? Go ahead. Just, I'm, I'm good with it. Board. Um, oh, Caps is at number three. Um, I know we got tomorrow and Wednesday to get him number one. He used to be. No, what is he on right now? Um, no, you know, we, we, we managed to get him up to the top three spot, but because we wanted to finish January with a bang. Oh, man. I want to finish January with a bang, too, but I haven't been late for two years. Bless you. Welcome in, Oz. Hey, Oz. Hey, uh, Thank you so much. Ratatata! I praise Jesus! You, oh, wait. We're not religious. Yeah, I just don't understand Shit. the, uh, you know, it's part of it. Almost. Rat, that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I, I was. Dang, um. I was training. You know, like, um, Rat, Jesus. I'm um, sorry. I, I, I was going to bring up, you know, when Doc, you know, brings up Pete Jackson, private detective, the rum bum bum thing. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds kind of similar to it, doesn't it, Russ? I know, right? But will the real Dr. Mid please stand up? <laughs> <laughs> I had to do a little some shady there, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You did. I liked it. Well done. Hi, Oz. Hey, Oz. <clears throat> And then, of course, there was a running joke from the last show about, um, you know, Oz like hacking and coughing, and I had to ask him, what are you trying to do? Cough up a lung? You trying to cough up a lung too, buddy? I'm not sure. No, I was trying to praise Jesus. And cough at the same time. Love Jesus. I just came back in my room to lay down. I don't blame you. I'd lay down after all this, too. Well, and I've got to be fully rested for the old man's podcast show in the morning when we have Amber May join us. Well, tell them all I said hello. Will you do that for me? Is it a Yeah, Eric. Eric. Def we'll, we'll let him know. Eric. And Russ will. It was Eric. Tell the I'm old serious. man I said hello. I'm sorry, I, I will. can't be there. I like it when you get um, and crash on at the same time. Oh my god. Dave, this line is not going down and you're burning up. Alright. I'm going to have to get fully rested soon. What's the time, Oz? I don't know. Uh, it's about. Four. <coughs> Have you not been asleep yet? Four p.m. Four p.m. Bang Jesus bang. Christ, mate! <coughs> I don't know if Shep is busy doing something tonight. Or... Oh, he's probably working a third shift. It's at twelve thirty right now. Yeah, so he probably works six to six. 
came home, took a shower, grabbed a bite to eat, and then boom. Sat down in the studio, booted up. Play that nice song, Rose. Beautiful song, eh? I love it. Yeah. Bang bang. Are you playing that serenade to me? Yeah, I was, I was to you, see, because yeah, I was a bit to you earlier. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Play for myself. <laughs> you like playing with yourself. Oh, so. well, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole. Um, well, I'm pretty lonely all the time. Booty. I've been fucking my fist for oh, two God, years. That's a bit personal, Bertie. I'm approved. Ladies present, you know. I like it. That's well, sweet. Yeah. You too. <laughs> Talked about my relations, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I right. <laughs> Are we asking that again? I am not. Well, I- Talking about my sexual connotations, but I will show them. Hey, Poker Daniel. Hey, Ray back. Five bucks, I'll give you a. Uh, <coughs> well, I'm getting about ready to drop off, but I'll probably hang out and chat for a few minutes. Eric. I'll do Eric. Show. Night, Eric. Yeah, I hear you, Bugs. Have a good show yeah. tomorrow. Night, Eric. Absolutely. Eric. See you tomorrow, Eric. I'll see you there too, Shelby. And, and go ahead, Bugs. I love you, man. Be Thank safe you. in all your things. Absolutely. Eric I mean that. He means that, Eric. I do. My cousin was an absolute piece of shit to him. For bang, like bang. a year and a half. I'm now he's dead as fuck. It will be esoteric. Bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. All over oh. Sorry, uh, a little bit Casanova. Casanova. My song, that actually. I've heard that for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, bang, bang, she moves. No, bang, not bang. that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ricky Martin. Wrong bang. Uh, yeah. Is that the wrong song? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah no. She moves. She moves. She moves. Uh, yeah, is that the one you're talking about or an off? No, no. We're talking about well, Nancy Sinatra, mate. I'm sorry. I'll rush if you can play it. I can't be bothered. <laughs> 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 That's it. Fuck my life. Oh, that's a good song. It is. It is. Yeah. Gonna be my new intro. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you feel like contemplating suicide? Don't <laughs> <laughs> I want a chitty chitty wang wang with a bang bang bang. Quite the request. Male or female might not. Um, yeah, involved in good wholesome movie for sure. Chitty chitty bang bang. Nice, perfect. Oh, you chitty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, we love you. Three, four, out the back door.
on I'll make you yep. bang bang chitty chitty wang 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 this thing yep I can use the chitty wang <laughs> back when the apple dumpling gang was riding around or peach dragon <laughs> or... <laughs> they call me one hung low yeah I don't remember the apple dumpling gang <laughs> what are you Chinese one hung low yeah mate I got a bit of choice. The other one's stuck up in your uterus. <laughs> well, oh, shit. You know how to fix that? Get some, uh, some <laughs> holistic healing. Oh, all of a sudden, I've been asked. Oh, okay. You're a badass. Yeah, man. yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> Oh, you chitty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, we love you. I wish you didn't. Chitty chitty bang bang, <laughs> bang, bang you freaking little skanky whore bag. Oh. <laughs> I was it ready more wish. Chitty chitty bang bang, yeah. Yeah. Now you got me going now, see? Now you Fuck Eric. <laughs> yes, please. Please do so. Please. Of course he would. Please do so. I can't wait to hang myself now. Tied the noose. It's ready to go. Someone. Don't be rude. Yeah, still Somebody I mean, kick the chair for me, please. I, no, I just hey, that was disrespectful on my behalf. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's where I was bang, bang. What's up, How you doing, man? What's up, bro? How you doing? Yeah, how was work, man? Uh, yeah. Kind of shitty, but it's okay. Hey, Harry. What's going on? I think I like three times, but I've got one more. I like not uh, yeah. Sue's saying, hey, G, I know my music's flattering. She hey, is. Hey, Sue. Hey. hey, Crash, how you doing? Yeah, my music to him comes out really, really loud. So. Hi, Shet. Hi, Shet. You all right, my love? You just said, hey, Sue, three times. I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> how are you? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, you said three times now, because I said it three times to you, but you couldn't hear me. I know. Uh, yeah, I couldn't hear you. I yeah. hear you now. That's because I got you on my pillow right next to my ear. Aww, we're at the mall. Exactly. <laughs> 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 what are you guys listening to? Like the most yeah, sure. right <laughs> I'm listening to I, 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 I don't give a shit what they think about Eric Church. I don't want to listen to it. I, I to thought it was Eric Church. I wasn't sure though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like I, was in the I had to cleanse my palate other Rocky Theo. lost a boogie somewhere in there. <clears throat> I 
Um, I saw the Discord message that you sent me, uh, Eric. Uh, what the heck is that playing? That is odd. I have no idea what it's playing. Oh. <laughs> no I'm playing Stupid Califrictalistic Yellowdosis. Oh, God, please. That's Mary Poppins, right? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, You know, for a live, a live outdoor concert, man, the audio sounds pretty clean. I remember, I remember the way the grass smelled. Yeah, technology's gotten there, man. Oh, dude, stop, man. <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. Like, if I came to your panel and started playing music and shit, dude, you'd fuck the fuck out, dude. Hey, you know, that used to be song to a wrestler. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. I'm trying to listen to this. I don't want to listen to this on my show. You know what I mean? I'm just making a statement. I'm just Damn, Shelby. Damn. No, if y'all knew how I felt right now. What's up? How do you feel right now? I'll tell you how I feel right now. Like, I'm trying to listen to this song on my show. Yeah, if y'all saw my face, y'all would know how I felt. Oh, I, I felt the eye rolls. I felt them. I can always feel an eye roll. No, I know I didn't have an eye roll. Mm-hmm. I promise there was no eye roll. Fingers crossed behind your back. No, no, I don't. Hey, as long as the eye rolls ain't at me, I don't really, I don't mind. I, I can just always feel them though. Yeah, I'm immune I'm to eye rolls. I got three dollars and a wife. Roll them all. Oh, I wish I was, man. Roll them all you want, to. dude. Winnie used to fucking. Winnie used to. I, I sometimes I wanted to slap the crap out of her, man. God damn it, woman! I told you. And she said I didn't do it. Like, she didn't even know. That's how bad they were. She just didn't even have control over it or know she was doing it. It was kind of cute. Kind of cute. But just very rude. Yeah, I tell my daughters all the time, man. I don't give a shit if you like what I tell you to do or not. As long as you fucking do it, you can hate it all you want to. That's on you. That's your disposition, not mine. Yeah. But you're still going to do it. You can cuss the whole time. It's different. You're doing. I, I don't care. Whatever. I'd imagine it, it has to feel a little different when it's your daughter than when it's like a girlfriend. You know. 
Oh, I tell my wife the same thing, like man. You, like, you can roll your eyes and get pissy all you want to. It ain't gonna change my mind. It ain't gonna change she my does mind. It, she does it, too? Oh, yeah. She's, 26, too? she's 27 fucking years old. Of course she does it. Too. True that. And yeah, it, never, it didn't... It, I never changed my position, but it would actually, like... It would just bother me. It's just like, damn, why you be so rude, you know? Because you're wrong? That's what used to bother me. It was always when she was wrong about something. Yeah, I mean, me and my wife don't always. Yeah, I'm gonna say something. I was just like, whatever, whatever. Like, no, that whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> we we had a um, a school uh, a couple of years back that actually taught people to put their hand up to their parents I think that they didn't agree with. Say that again, Ozzy, you were breaking up. They had a thing, a curriculum at school where you would actually, they would taught kids to put your hand up against your, your your parents' face if they spoke something you didn't agree with, man. Really? That's a good way to get your yeah. hand broke. Really? That didn't last too fucking long, I can tell oh you that. Oh, my right. God. Yeah, that's a good way to get your hand broke. You want to... You want to, you want to, yeah, you want that hand to get smacked hard and get the yep. shit kicked out of you? That went down okay. really quick. They tried to bring it into the school system and the Common Core curriculum, man, apart from them reading their pedo freaking books and shit. Dude, you put your yep. hand if on my, my, my kid stuff, puts my hand on my face, dude. I'll teach him what a judo drop is. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yep, that didn't last long at all, guys. That did not long. I mean, people, parents went down to the schools and started fucking hitting people, teachers, man. It's how bad it got. Yeah. You teach my children this shit, you're fucking, you're going to get the rope. You're going to get the rope for sure. Right, that, that's almost like you know, the the whole, like, talk to the hand kind of gesture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that where that came There's from? nothing worse than a child that does that to a parent, man. The oh, hand. my. <laughs> the hand. Oh. Me, you will land in the floor. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It didn't especially last the parents, like, Especially the parents already, like, lost their patience. And mm-hmm. like the kid goes, oh. so like, what? You going across? The, you can't across the room now. I yep. don't remember what I was going do. on, but my kid and I out one day, and I had asked her a question of some sort, and she looked at me and said, "Is that answer enough for you?" Well, I was already in a bad mood that day. I slapped hmm. her. She went one way. Her glasses went the other. <laughs> and uh, she just stood up and looked at me and was like, what? What? I can't believe you did that to me. Like shell-shocked, you know? right? Like, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was shocked I actually touched her. You know? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's a well, point and I, Well, and I think like, my eye roll technique is, you know, I don't do mine out of disrespect. I might tend to do that as kind of like, you know, when I'm doing like critical thinking, like when, like if I'm listening to somebody explain something or, or talk about something and, and, and I would get like, like from like left to right, because yeah, that's usually uh-huh. like my, my brain is like processing what's being said. And and mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all probably have kind of have seen that on other people before. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I sure think about, you know, like a lot of, um, a lot of these like, uh, FBI people or whomever they do interrogations, they look for little bot, like little cues to see if somebody's watching yeah. that. So I was watching a Lex Friedman podcast, and he was trying to who who he had on, but it was it was the guy from the CIA, the Hawaii, like the 
the dark skinned guy, skinny with the big curly hair. He was a former, he's former CIA. He was a spy. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he made, he made the podcasting circuit, but he was talking about how all those cues, he's like, you know, he calls bullshit on a lot of that stuff. Um, as far as like, you know, if somebody is, uh, tr- you know, moving their hand a certain way or if they're, they're sitting with their arms crossed or not, then I, he's like, a lot of that doesn't, re- I don't. Yeah, I don't buy into that shit either. They did say with the whole like looking to the left, if you supposedly if somebody's looking down into the left, if you look down into the left, you're lying up to the left. Well, he, yeah. he was saying up to the, up to the left or something, but but he had said that like Freeman, he noticed looks <laughs> up to the right, and he said that doesn't mean he's necessarily lying. It's just like a a, a comfort thing for yeah, likes. Like that's yeah, how he would process well, if, things. If you look down to the left, you're straight line. If you're looking up and to the left, you're creating a story based on partial truth. But you're putting truth together. Okay. You're putting stuff in between. And if you're looking off to the right, you're remembering. Like, so you're bringing recalling your cognitive memory. So, so when he was talking to you know to Lex Freeman, you know you guys know who Lex Freeman is, right? Yeah. They look okay. like he, the the guy who was born in like he's like a Russian Ukrainian dude, but he's American. Mm-hmm. He's a younger guy. He's a professor, but he has a podcast and he does like these like yeah, yeah. long two hour something interviews with these. High level people, whatever. Yeah. And it had some. It was. It was something like that. He wasn't looking to like fetch random shit. It was the where he looked to kind of like get his thoughts, his creativity from. Right. He was like coming up with these like theories and concepts. Right. But that. But I did hear about that. The lying thing and the creating a story out of. You know, looking for things to. Um. Right. Right. And I know part of me is like, I, I don't know whether that's even true or not. Like say, saying that if you're looking down, down to the left, you're, you're telling a lie. And if you're looking up, you're like exact, like creating a story. And then, and, but to your right, if you're recalling something, I would, I mean, I've, I've like never really thought of it that way. I mean, I, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they've changed a lot since 2005 when I got my master's. So if you look straight ahead. That, but, that, uh, that, that's what they taught back but that's, yeah, that's a good point, Shelby. And that's something that I do when I was being like interviewed by whenever I like, you know, I've been arrested or being questioned by police. If I had gotten stopped, you know, when I those times that I had been arrested and I would I wouldn't break eye contact, regardless if I was trying to lie or not. Even with my probation officer, like I would intently, like, like I, would, I would be presently I would know like, and I would make sure I didn't break eye contact when I was given full, you know, full wow. statements and shit. And, but I'm sure there's been plenty of times I just, no matter how much I knew not to, I did look to the left or the right, like whatever the bad one was uh, down to the left. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Down to the left. Um, without, if I was lying about something, I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, if that's it, what it, it is. Just looking straight in the eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't break eye contact with them. Don't look left or right. Just look straight. And That's where I got my the, where I got my um when I got my uh, interviewing uh, skills from yeah. when I was in college was was the eye contact thing. What's crazy so though is that you, you, you like, look oh. at people straight in the eye in some interviews, man. You made them feel self conscious. 
but it makes them question whether or not they're, yeah, they're question you know, whether, their answer is yeah, right. They'll question whether or not their answer is right. Somebody was saying it the other day, they stare at their forehead. Yeah. Well, yeah, was it Yeah, I do that. Oh, I do the forehead thing. Yeah, I don't like eyes. Said, the old man. Somebody yeah. was saying. It was the old man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, man. it was the old man. He said it was their forehead. And I know when I'm having conversations with people, and not even like in the job interview or, or one of them, like interrogation kind of. Well, they say your eyes are the window to your soul. Yeah, dude, I, I believe I, that. I, I stare exactly. straight through people's soul when I talk to them. I try. Yeah, I truly believe that, Eric. Really have you noticed that, Shelby? <laughs> they stare at your boobs when they're talking to you. I'm sorry. Um, Sarah, do you want to like in Discord? Stare at your boobs, yeah. Yeah, I do. I like, well, I like, yeah, hey, I you like know what? In all fairness, Sue, I've had many women, and, and I think every guy, can, every guy here can, can say this, where they catch women staring at their their I crotch, see. like if you're wearing jeans or something, you, get, uh, uh, you know, to see what kind of what you're packing. It's like, oh, my eyes are up here. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Especially if I you're just, sitting down in a weird chair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't but, care if you're like, a man yeah, or a woman. I I stare you straight in your eyes. But when girls, but, hey, but sure, when you. girls are fucking, yo, when women, hey, sure, when girls are wearing these low cut tops, right, and they, especially if they're very busty, and they have their girls, their girls are really like out on display it's like how can you how can you blame me from, like i will never disrespect a woman and stare at her tits the whole time having a conversation but if i if you, if I'm, if you guys catch me like peeking like take that as a compliment that's all i'm saying yeah, exactly if you just um, yeah i'll look at you while i'm walking up to you dude but when i'm talking to you i, I look in <laughs> you're always on the panel um, looking down at if me. you were sitting if you were casually <laughs> talking to a chick right yeah, and look, you were sitting across the table the video, from her, so i'll look at you when i talk to you <laughs> if, you, if you were in person you were like just sitting across the table from somebody uh-huh. at a restaurant casual yeah you would you wouldn't look. You wouldn't look at them like they're like anything. Like especially if like if they kind of like squeeze them together and they went to like lean down for something, you wouldn't be like, damn. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, yeah. you, just, you just had me I think do. about like the perfect movie, Russ. Like when like when you make direct eye contact with people when you talk to them, like a second Santa Claus movie where where like the principal character who. Barry's Tim Allen's character, like, and she has people like, look in her eyes and ask, them, like, what do they see? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're that intimidating. Oh, he can be. I'm a short, skinny dude. dude. I'm well, not intimidating, really. Well, you probably know how to They ask me how long too. I spent in jail. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of intimidating. <laughs> yeah, but it's really more about the tattoos and the bald head. Yeah. Hey yo, did you well, see you uh, seeing punks in your bro? Too. Yeah, porn That dude can't wrestle without mm, getting injured. Now, the... Dude, every time he wrestles, he gets injured. I, I know. Um, he's because he's older, man. He, he, he doesn't take. Yeah, I was going to say, drugs. doesn't that have to go with old? Yeah. With age? He's a bitch. He doesn't take steroids. <laughs> he, he doesn't take any steroids, and that's a lot of. He wasted a better part of a decade that would have been the best part of his career, and now he's got karma eating his ass. I I think the injury is somewhat. 
somewhat fake because why would they have fucking why would he take his arm out of the sling? Why would he have Drew and, and swing at uh, Drew McIntyre? And why would Drew McIntyre stomp on it in the middle of the ring? Yeah, dude, I really think it's going to be. Think it's not I, think, you know, I think you're going to see Drew McIntyre versus CM Punk at Elimination Chamber. CM Punk will win and give it to Rollins at WrestleMania. I hope so. I and, hope so. And, and I would also say to Russ, like, um, you know, you know, you know, in regards to you probably being intimidating is. You have a very interesting background about you. I know you had time, like in the in the military, and that kind of built you up. And then, yeah, but, and then you had like a childhood that that you you openly talked about, like your like your birth family and 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 the mom's boyfriend who who tried to kill you. I mean, I mean, I know that story was like was just a shock to me, but but that just really made me respect you even more. Well, I, I, I feel like I there's some stuff it. too about Russ that he purposely doesn't tell people, and it's kind of well, like that unknown. That's kind of like you don't want to you well, don't want to find out the hard work. You know what I mean? Well, that's true too. Yeah, but I, I do like feel in like most rush. most one-off meeting casual kind of conversations, you know, they don't know all that shit about me. They just know how I look. You know, I don't look away from their eyes. Yeah, you know, that's really all it is. Because I, I, you know, you read people that way, man. You really can. You can tell by people's facial expressions whether they're bullshitting you or not. Yeah, you know I mean, exactly. I, mean I, I, I like to like, especially yeah. on the person. Yeah, most of the time, I'll look, I'll look through people. I don't know what it is. I'll purposely look through them. Right. So I have a question for you, Shep. Like, What's that? So, so you and I have spent some time in the rooms, and mm-hmm. like, I have a tendency to when I'm when I'm talking, I'll I'll focus on a spot at the table, so I'm not glancing around catching everybody's eye. Okay. You know, you don't, you're everybody's like, looking you know, at you. I, and it, like when, when you're telling, like when you're, bit, when you're sharing, you're talking about. Yeah. Like, like, like I have to. Like I can't do it. It's there's too many. Like eyes. it'll throw. It, it can. It can throw you off. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. Exactly. Start um, getting self conscious. Sure. I think. I think that's because like the stuff that. Um, I think that's the stuff that when we share the stuff that we're sharing, the stuff that we had been ashamed of about about ourselves, and it's not easy for us to talk about that, especially as like depending on like what kind of guy. Like I'm a guarded man, right? A lot of my deep stuff. Um, I I mean I will share it with my close friends, but it takes me a while to build that level of trust up with them to be able to share that stuff. You're um, getting to know them, of course. So if it's if it's stuff that I've had problems with with myself, those kind of things that I've done, or, or the, the mindset that I had been in before, I'm 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 still ashamed of it, right? But I can own it, and I'll take accountability right. for it. So that's why, and it keep it also helps me stay undistracted. If, if a lot of times right, if I'm yeah. looking around and I catch your eyes, yep. and if I see, yeah. like especially when you when I'm if I got asked to share. Or if I'm giving somebody the coin and I got to give like a little thing before that, right. or if because... she, or if there's someone pretty directly across the table from you, like like oh, you were I, saying, I, that, no, might be the, sh- I'll look at a chick all the yeah. time. I'll it look, is so hard to freaking concentrate. Well, I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you, dude, it's not I, exactly the same thing, dude. But I've taught uh-huh. Sunday school. I've done Bible studies. I've taught in front of same large thing. groups of people. Um, I usually find right. the person. Public speaking. Yeah, I usually find those one or two people in the whole crowd that I know is smarter than me. Yeah. And I'll look at them the whole time to see if they're like kind of nodding their head yes or, you know, looking oh, like yeah. I'm an idiot. 
just to see, just to mark where mm-hmm. I'm at, dude. And that's how I get through all that shit. Dude. No, if if you're if you're doing mm-hmm. that right, and you notice that one of those people that you look that you look up to that you respect is starting to get so bored with, you think that they're so bored because they're looking around, they're not really like looking like they're interested. They're looking like kind of detached from the whole situation. <laughs> but they, or they, they didn't might sleep not and they yawn. Ooh. You're right. I try to change like there, there was one time. Yeah, I mean, the one time I was actually my sponsor had asked me to go to to go to a treatment center, and this is like when I one of my first times to uh, rehab and, and the rooms, and I was asked to go to the treatment center. I just hit nine days. Wanted me to share my story, so I, I go into like a room full of. I don't know, maybe like 70 girls and guys who are all there in, in treatment. And I'm in, we're doing H&I, and I'm sharing my, like, experience, strength, and hope. Like, that shit was not easy because nobody, like, they're in rehab. They don't want to fucking see. They don't want this fucking guy that they don't know t- talking to them about what they what they were able to do in 90 days, like, when they're at, like, day six to day fucking 20. But... Yeah, you know, when they're still going um, through it. And then you hear people that, yeah, then you give exactly. And then you see them fucking, like, you know, some people having side conversations and shit. It's like, damn. But, yeah, it, right. what, I, what I did, when I do shit like that, sometimes I, I ask questions to everybody, like, as, a, as a whole, just to kind of get them to, like, just to kind of get them to interact like, a little, little bit. bit but on, just to interact a little bit. And it makes me feel like, okay, like, I don't need everybody to answer. But once there's, like, more than 10 people like, kind of answering a question that I say, like, that I ask as I ask it, then I'm like, okay, yeah, I can't I, I can't compute as I'm trying to speak how many people are not answering. Like, it's just too many. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Another, another movie that I thought, like, you know, like that Poltergeist 3, like the scene like in the mirror room when right before Tangina sacrificed her life to, to save other people. Um, You know, and I know it's like how Tangina's character, and she's a clairvoyant, and how she would like cut her head to her right and then cut her eyes to her left, like trying to decipher if it's the girl in the mirror is really Carol Ann or if it's Kane, you know, just pretending to be Carol Ann. And, and, and that, what that would say to me, she's using more than just her sense of like sight, you know, She's also used right. in her ears because she's having to listen. Mm-hmm. Because you have mm-hmm. to use more than, than just one sense. But I ha- I have done like the technique that I was just saying. Like I have looked mm-hmm. over people's heads, but it looks like I'm looking at them where I do, or I'll bounce my eyes around, and I try to keep eye contact with uh, the same people. If I'm going to keep mm-hmm. eye contact, because I do try to keep eye contact when I'm speaking to anybody, right? Or one on one. I think it's just uh, it's a confidence thing, it's a respect thing to them, especially right. when they're speaking to me. Um, but it's natural for me. Not, I'm not going to stare at the person the whole time. That's all creepy. You know what I mean? Like if I'm talking to somebody for I don't know for like ten minutes and they're staring at me the whole time, I'm like, uh, what, what are you looking at? You know what I mean? What are you looking at? Yeah, it gets creepy after a while. It could. It could. If, if the eyes are relaxed, then maybe not. But if they're like open and wide, and I'm like, uh. Yeah. I think it depends on the subject matter and just the whole other variables. But yeah. 
and it, and when, when it comes out to sharing, like, like Robert was saying, I totally understand that it, it's easier just to like right. look at a neutral something neutral, mm-hmm. um, yet not looking down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I close my eyes too, like when I'm sharing about like some like personal stuff. It's just because everybody's staring at you know, everybody's turning around if you depending on how you're sitting, everybody's looking right at you. And when you when you when I'm trying to talk about something that uh, is one of them subject matters, it's just like I close my eyes, I can concentrate, and I can get my thoughts out. Because the mm-hmm. last thing I hate to do when I'm public, when I'm speaking publicly or in front of a group of people is like um um um. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't like doing that. I don't like when people do that, and I don't want to do that. It's just, you know, I, don't know. I think it depends too. I think if somebody is purposely trying to like make up some stories and shit, that's what they that's what they'll do. But if somebody's speaking genuinely from the heart, I think it's just easier for them to to be able to look right at you and not uh, get distracted or not worry about what the other people are thinking. All right. Yeah. No. It's easy to read body language. You, I can tell when they're lying. It's intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so for you, right? Like your experience with owning your own business and having people having explained themselves at times. I'm sure you put a lot of different things, right? Stuff that that you can generalize, everybody does. Not necessarily, um, not necessarily mean they're lying, but most of the time it does right like they look anywhere but straight in my eyes they want to start they want to start telling you a story when you ask them a question yeah, yeah. and they do like right well you see yeah you when, you, when you get well. the uh run around the question like, yeah, hey, man, when, when you ask like hey why was the register so I'm, I'm missing, I'm missing uh i'm missing two thousand i'm missing two thousand dollars well you see what happened was oh yeah, yeah like yeah. uh uh-uh. Yeah, but nah, man. I went here all night, man. I went maybe went to the bathroom a couple times, man. You know I, mean? I wasn't even in the staff. I yeah. swear, I swear. Yeah. Well, I yeah, listen, if, I'm being, if I feel like I'm being accused of something that I did not do, I get fucking angry. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. care to like shit. I'll be like, fuck right. you. Me too. You've heard me shit anyway many times. <laughs> it's true. It's true, right? Like, if, if I feel like the yeah. person, if, if I'm being like... I'm being figured for something that I had nothing to do with. I'm like, go fuck yourself. You go for it. You go find out. I ain't giving you shit. I had nothing to do with it. Do, 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 you, know, do you know a weird thing as well, Shep and everyone, that when people start podcasting, they, they tap on drop off. They, right, they, right, they right, use right, the... Right, um, right, right. What was that, Osman? You know, a lot of people I've noticed when they start, and I was the same when I started podcasting, it was like a touch sort of thing. It's really weird to explain, but it's a uh, usually a common thing. It's like a, and uh, um, and uh, the um sort of vibe. Yeah, it okay. takes you okay, sure. to kick out of that. Yeah, just when the throw. Is, it, is that like a nervous? Is, you think it's a nervous tick, yeah, or do you think it's, it's something? Nervously. Yeah, yeah. She, mm-hmm. uh, she'll be on one of hers. Yeah, yeah. I'll pick that up on you. She'll be. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's really weird. That's why she's later. Uh, later. About the next thing she's going to say, that's when she'll be upset. I noticed that. Yeah. People but sometimes are afraid, are afraid to have those pauses in their in yeah. their thinking, which is you know, I don't. Think, she's getting more. I think actually that's something that time. you guys who do podcasting like like, especially like Ozzy and Russ, who's who's done 
fucking thousands of hours of, of, of uh, podcasting as a, as a host is maybe even doing like a show on that. Like just try to like things that you've, that you've realized about like your earlier days with podcasting <laughs> into now, like when Ross, when you do smoke, your little smokers corners or your little pre-records, um, you know, I noticed you didn't, you don't do that. Um, I don't know if you're still doing them. I haven't checked, but you, I know you were doing them don't you pretty regularly for a while. It's easy to pull on here because it, when you're doing public speaking, that's the completely and it's all right you've got you've got your bullet points everything else you get through that but then you've got 20 people sat there who've listened to you and then all of a sudden the questions start and that's what you can't always be prepared for you know and uh mm-hmm. ten, that's when i tend to bullshit a bit confident that's the problem otherwise that's, i was just fire. perfect i was just going to say that i think that's when i have i have to tap into my con yeah. i have to i have what you have for me yeah. ask me something yeah. that's what you're gonna do you know Sorry. and I might, I'm, I, I'll never bullshit somebody like that, but like, I'll never just say make up stories out of the blue. I might embellish certain parts of stories, but I'll never bullshit like make up a story. I'm not a storyteller. Rather than actually putting flipping acetates in laptops and doing on-screen presentations that they all come out with this bullshit and graphs and all that because people don't want to hear all that and see all that shit I want to hear it from the person that they're actually buying from I don't want to look at the yeah. shit. but sometimes that might be somebody that might be the presenter's um like defense mechanism because they're not it confident is. in their it is it is you know I've I mean? never used it's, it. no it's distract no, it's I like distract it. like if you have to show something I always give person the document anywhere that I'm going to talk about. So they've got a document in front of them they can refer to. Look up mm-hmm. on the screen presentation. They take it away. Another, another thing that helped me, and this really only applies to the rooms, but um, so in, in AA and in NA, um, the very beginning of the meeting, like wherever you sit, sometimes it'll be like a pamphlet or like a laminated piece of paper on your chair. And if you take one of those pieces of paper, um, the way they start a meeting, it's like uh, all these different things that are read in every meeting, right? It's, it's just part of how the meetings work. It's like, you know, um, just it's just stuff that's always read before every meeting begins. So I found that once, if I felt, especially if I went into a new meeting for the first time, and I didn't know anybody, I would purposely find one of those pamphlets. Sometimes it's like half, it's a paragraph. Sometimes it's a whole page. But I find that when I have my voice heard by reading something, like if I'm just reading off something and I and my voice is heard, it's a lot easier for me to share later on in the meeting because I've already, I've already been heard. You know, it's just one of them things. And I don't have, I actually, I actually, uh, like reading uh, literature or anything 
um, in front of a bunch of people or something that doesn't get to me at all. If anything, it actually helps me read better. I think. Um, it's it's like a zone you go into, ship, isn't it? It's like you go. It is a zone. If you're going to do podcasting too, and you want to start out, don't look at the chats. Just go into your zone and go with it. Yeah. yeah. Have, that's have nice you have a co-host. You need yeah. a co-host. Someone that chats out here and there. Yeah. But yeah. You need to, I know when I first started, whenever I started looking into the chat, it took me off my zone. Yeah. And, uh, yes. I'm sure it's, it's, it's distracting. Um that's why when I when I always say I don't read the chat, my phone's in my pocket because when I'm speaking, like when I'm actually speaking about something, especially about like having a conversation about a topic, and uh, everybody's kind of like you know involved in it. I can't, I can engage still, but if I'm reading the chat, I won't get everything that I'm thinking about out. I'll lose my train of thought, or I'll get I'll get uh, I'll get stuck, or I forget what I was saying. I, I'll be like, what was I talking about? What was my point? Like I get all yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Um, that's exactly I, what we were talking about the other day, Shep, that you're going to take up with the old man when he's got all these navigators yeah, right. on them. It can't, it's not, it can't be for him to, to – he can't – yeah, no, exactly. He can't do that. He cannot. And that's why he's behind a lot in the chats because it's just something that if he's trying to explain something or, or just talk about anything as a host, um, I, I, I think, I think a lot of people are the same way. way. I, I think that's something yeah, that's – I have you, buddy. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> but like, let me ask you something, Russ. When you're talking about like, when especially like when you get into like a a conversation about like foreign policy, or um, you know, uh, people who are running in the election and just talking about like some of the things that they've done, said, or or what their what their stance is on something, do you find yourself not looking at the chat for that particular conversation? And then you'll look at the chat, or do you look at the chat the whole time as you're sharing, like, your thoughts on your opinions on something? Yeah, I'll look at chat after I'm done talking most of the time. Right. So I will every once Yeah. I, sure. It depends I, on, yeah. I it, it one depends thing on. used to annoy me on your show, Russ, was when you used to have Jane on there, and before you even had a chance to say hello to someone who's coming to chat, straight in. I just think they're so rude. It's like someone coming in your house and greeting your guests before you, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, thought that was no, I don't mean to do that, honestly. I don't I mean to do that. No, no, no. The difference is... No, there, no, is a di- there is a difference, if, Shelby. No, if Russ doesn't acknowledge someone because he's not looking at the chat and then you do it, then Russ is drawing his attention to it. That's fine. But it was immediately somebody came in there, she would jump on them. Oh, hello. Hello, everyone. It was almost like it was almost like she wouldn't even respect what, what he was show. talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she would not only say hello to somebody, but she would try to have a conversation with them instantly. Mm-hmm. But Russ mm-hmm. told like, us so many like, times. When you, when I pop into the room, Shelby, and I hear you go, Shelby, like you're not mm-hmm. distracting, you're not over talking anybody, and you and that's it, like you're not looking no, to have attention on you. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging entrance into the room, especially if like somebody's talking about something. But if you're doing it to be heard, to be, have somebody else speaking, that's when it becomes a problem. And you don't do that. That's what uh, Jane did. Like. Yeah. Is that she always did it to like kind of have that, like uh, the one the the. I don't think it was a room. I want the room. 
See, yeah, like I'm like, oh, acknowledge me, acknowledge me, acknowledge me. I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel bad when everyone says hello, hello, hello. I just type it in the room sometimes deliberately because I don't like to be that little suck, you know. It's... Sometimes <laughs> I think you need somebody there to help with your chat as well because yeah. obviously – when no, you know you're busy well, a lot of times a... i try to go in there to help yeah, yeah i'll go off my attention that's the things to yeah. go off onto a different level uh, yeah because yeah, you're on a subject and you're doing the topic specifics but you know and um people come in the room but i've noticed quite often because some people get a bit ratty about when they just don't get acknowledged and think, oh, uh, fuck you, yeah. I'm going off it, fuck you. Yeah. I've done it myself. I thought, fuck you, you know. I, I, but I don't mind if I don't get acknowledged. It's when you're actually joining in the topic and you're typing it in there, it gets ignored. Yeah, I don't yeah. Not just you, I don't mean you, Oz. I mean, like, that's what I was saying the other day with the old man. Didn't appreciate. It. Uh, I have I have learned though with, with when going into Ozzy's rooms, if he, especially if he's like in the middle of like a tangent or whatever, if you just wait a minute, like he will, he'll look at the chat. He'll be like, hey, Shepo, how you doing? And it might take a couple minutes, but I know. Not rude. Like I know it's not. Depends if he finds his magnifying glass or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fucking glasses. Uh, listen, I'm actually going to get real glasses that I don't have. I know. Use. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for you for that too. I'm getting a mixer. I'm getting eyeglasses. Wow, you pay me in another week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really freaking excited, actually. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. It's gonna be like a kid in a candy store. Like a kid in a candy store. Were you reading like readers or something beforehand? Like no, this is the magnifying glass. Every yeah. time I legit, even, oh uh, legit, muscles outside the box. I'm reading the magnifying glass, man, and and I've got to go back and scroll back to every line. Oh man, <laughs> hey, shit. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. You need to do an error. Oh yeah, you need, you need. Yeah, you need to pick off. You don't see it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like the research as well, you know. Hours of shit. That crop does not sound good at all. Yeah. That's bronchitis. <laughs> it sounds like it. it sounds like something. Like, it sounds like fluid around the lungs or in the lungs or something. Yep. I'm like pneumonia or bronchitis. Pneumonia. Have, have you um? Have you thought about going to the doctor? And just get. Just get oh, like a Z pack or something. Steroids and antibiotics today. Yeah. I always get it like this. Sometimes I end up in hospital with it. Just hey, Shep. Yeah. You, you, you're, you're into um cars and shit. I'm going to triple yeah. cam my freaking car, man. Wait till you hear this beast. I'm gonna triple cam. <laughs> you're going to what? Triple what? Triple cam my, my motor in my my engine. I'm gonna put a cam in it. You were gonna see yeah, the, like, the, like the headers. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna do the whole headers. Dude. Have you ever done that before? Like, like, what's no. the most modifications you ever done to a car? Like, oh, as far as like under the hood stuff. 
Yeah, well, I used to deal with more back in the you know sixties and that the you know, one eight sixes with Hollies and carburetors. But this yeah. is a different level. Yeah, this is more different sort of engine. Well, it's a General Motors engine, actually. It's the last one ever made. Ninety three was the last one that I've got in my car. Uh, GM GM engine. Yeah. So this girl's uh, gonna, oh man, she's I, I had um, the most I've ever done under the hood to any vehicle was. Um, was I was I was just changing the uh, the air filter right, and I had it was my what car was that? I think it was a it was a two thousand one C C L C three hundred compressor. Was it two thousand one or two thousand? I forgot what year it was. It was like a one or something or three. Um, but I fucked up. I fucked something up, and I had to replace my O two sensor. Because it started throwing a code, so that's when I stopped like doing things myself under the hood. And if I was ever going to mod out a car, I would just have like I, I don't know enough about them. And, like I, I can work with cars, but as far as like any mechanical stuff, like I get nervous, man. I, uh, that's I just I know I know the stuff that can be done. I just I I have to have somebody. I'll pay somebody to install something if I wanted it. I just get. I ended up having to replace the O2 sensor because it was throwing codes and it cost me like a couple hundred dollars for stupid fucking little, yeah, a little tiny fucking the stupidest thing. damn thing, like, man. Stupid, dude, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I guess the thing about some cars, man, like, well, any any German car, uh, Mercedes, BMW, they're so expensive so to repair. Yeah, Way to replace. I've, I've what had was that? Mini Coopers are the same Sorry. way. They have a German engine, dude. You see, yeah, right. Mini Coopers is BMW, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it's, it's just like, yeah. What was done to it that caused that? Fucking nobody knows, man. It just stopped one day. Oh, it, it wasn't like you you weren't doing any kind of mod, mods on it. It just it just yeah, it blew just, out the engine one day. Yeah, the engine just one day. What, on the new Mini Cooper? Yeah. On the BMW one? Really? Yeah, really. I, I, I know been, sometimes I... Uh, like, uh, like, uh, 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 took it to like six different especially uh, European uh, mechanic shops and nobody could figure out what Yeah, especially, yeah. What are those, uh, what, what's that called? The Mass Air Manifold uh, or something? Two, uh, two Cooper S's of the BMW type weren't impressed with either of them. But I had an original Cooper S, which was the British Leyland, which had the twin Weber carburetors on it, which was a proper Mini. That was a proper Mini Cooper S. Oh, well, I love the way it drove. I mean, yeah. I wasn't mad at that. It drove the BMW better. ones, well. Yeah, they drove nice. I mean, yeah, they're like little, 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 nice, little, yeah. little uh, like, you know, go-karts is really what it drove like. I like the yeah. four-door Coopers with the with the with the uh, double doors yeah, in the, the back. Yeah, the Clubman. Yeah, the Clubman. The Clubman. The Clubman or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. those I like. I do I like. I was going to brand new one of those. That was really they're nice. A little bit more. They're a little bit more squared yeah. off. Um, I don't yeah. know if they're bigger. They have to be a little bit longer than the original. Yeah, the Sawyer had a red with a white convertible top on it, and it was a sports mini. That's nice. Yeah, it wasn't. That's nice. Looking. Went out one day. 
The only thing I'll say about mine is rough. I used to put a lot of oil in my Cooper S. A lot of oil. Yeah. Especially the oil yeah, it was. Toyotas, uh, Toyotas are known to burn oil too. <clears throat> or Hondas, oh, yeah. one of them. So are Fords. Uh, Kia's are too. And, Kia's? Yeah, yes, Kia's are Pontus. real bad about burning oil. So are Fords. Pontiacs are like that too. And Chevy's. Fords. Fords and Chevy's. I've got a Hyundai. Yeah, cars and trucks are just cars. He is a guy that now would be worth nearly half a million dollars, guys. Hey, I saw them for five grand back in the day. Now they're worth about $200,000. What is What is Oz? I, I had two cars that yeah. would set me up for life, 500 grand now that I sold for 5,000 30 years ago. Wow. Mm. Uh, you, know who, you know who has who has or had a very impressive car collection? Scott. He showed me pictures of all his cars that he's had. Yeah. And really? I, I think he sold some of them, but he sold a lot of them uh, after the divorce. I'm talking like... Really nice cars. Nothing like crazy, like, um, you know, like uh, nothing that's like a high end, like a car that you would think like is a collectible. But he had cool fucking cars that he still owned, garage kept. All right. Well, or not. I mean, he's in Arizona. That's where like that's why they have the bowling yard for all the aircraft because there's no humidity out there. So like they can you can leave your your vehicle your or these decommissioned aircraft out there and they don't. The bodies don't get rusted. You know what I mean? They don't. If, you, if you're going to buy a, a used car and the car was like in the Northeast or in certain climates, like the mm-hmm. car is all going to be full of rust and rot, especially underneath. But like you get a car that was from like the Southwest of the country, you're not going to have any. You might have, you can have high mileage. A car can be 40 years old, 30 years old, and you might not have a lick of rust on it. It's crazy. Yep. Just from the climate, the the dry air. There's no there's no salt on the roads in the winter. I mean, it's just yeah, my, so my that's why a lot of people they look for cars in car chambers where they're actually got like a freaking damn bloody um, oxygen chamber in it pretty much mm-hmm. to stop the rust. Wow, he's a fanatic, obviously. What do he, they got? He, he's got virtually an, like a container, you know, shipping containers, and he's yeah, uh, yeah. He's got oxygen chambers in them to stop the rust from producing. So he's keeping that air like dry and like yeah, he's same. keeping it out. He's keeping it away from the outside, the the, the yeah. natural climate. Yeah, that's, uh, right. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like he's having it in like a climate control, like climate controlled uh, storage. You'll see that sometimes on like trucks and stuff. Yeah, pretty much products. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if people talk about gold and silver, I don't know, I've invested in this shit, but I'm telling you, cars, man, if you get the right cars, like what I'm saying, even myself, I'd be I'd be loaded, man, if I just sold my old girls, but would, would you want to sell them? That's the hard thing about it, you know? Yeah, but how, you, like, how, would you, how were you supposed to know 30 years ago that that car was going to be what it became, you know what I mean? That's tough mm-hmm. to call. Well, I've got a 30-year-old car now because of that, but that's never leaving the family. See, it's not an investment. It's a, it's something that's going to be passed along. But my son's done the same, and he knows the same thing. He knows that his cars, he's put 20000 say, into it, 
it's in another 20 years, it's going to be worth, you know, 100000 But um, realistically, it's it's not worth it, you know. You, you can go out, for instance, all right, and you can go buy 60 to 80,000 car things, can't you? Is that in America for a Hummer or something? Just, just a, right. a decent car straight off the market, all right. So you're paying that with all these chips and shit and you've got no idea what to do with it. Everything you need done mechanically, you've got to go to a, a, a restorer or a mechanic, all right. Or you yep. can get a 30 or 40-year-old car that's got the, the you know, the wind-up windows and all this other shit, you know, and then you're going to save money in the long run and you're going to be able to work on your own damn car. I mean, in the boot of my car, I've got my... Um, you know, instead of assets into uh, spending money on gold or silver, I'll put my assets into, you know, like water pumps, um, starter motors, um, leads, and all these other things that this car will need in another 20 years or so. So that, to me, is an asset because these are tangible assets that are actually going to rise because metals are going to rise. These parts are going to rise, and they're going to get rare and rare and rare. So I've actually decided to um, work on a 30-year-old car. And I think if a lot of people thought on that um, that mind frame, it would save them a lot of grief. Has anyone ever really thought about that? Mm-mm. I have. I, well, I thought about, like, as far as, um, excuse me, I'm just eating. As far as, like, I've, I've always been taught that whenever it comes down, like, this is present-day stuff. Buying a car nowadays, it's it, it's not an investment. It's going to depreciate as soon as I drive it off the lot. And if I want to, if I want to put my money into, into anything that's an investment, I was always told to look for real estate to buy real estate, mm-hmm. land, uh, lots, or even homes. Um, but you're talking about cars that don't exist anymore, right? So you're talking about something that. You can, as long as you have the parts for it, keep it running. And if there's everything, anything ever goes wrong with it, you don't have to bring it to the dealership where they're going to charge an arm and a leg just to hook up their their special fancy scan tool to reprogram things that nobody can do unless you have that that proprietary software. So that's I, that's the difference I see. And certain cars will be collectibles, right? They will, they will be sought after. Um, Look at the look at the challengers and chargers of the seventies. We me and Russ oh, were just yeah. talking about that the other night. Well, yeah. like those cars yeah, are those, those cars are hard to come by. Yeah, right. Some cars, um, some Nissan, the original. We were talking about it earlier. Or yes, I was, the, uh, the the Datsuns and the Nissan Zs, the original ones that came out in like the late seven. Uh, excuse me, in the late sixties and the seventies. Those cars go for over some of them five hundred thousand dollars at auction, depending on which one of you the fair lady or whichever one you have. Um, but at the time, that no, who would have? Yeah, you know, like it's it's hard to it's hard to know what the car is going to become, you know, back then to now. I lost you. Yeah, you were saying something. I don't hear you. Can you uh, maybe got a call? I got muted. I can hear you. 
Yeah, as uh, he was talking, and then he um, he just cut out, but he's maybe he's muted. Okay. I'm assuming he got a phone call or Is something. Is there somebody coming in? No, there sorry, I'm I just had my son trying to tell me some advice that I'm a little bit ahead of him. That's all. No, that's fine. What were you saying though? You're saying um, about the cars? It is true. Even when you, when you talk about land, everyone talks about, oh, I buy a property and that. Well, you're still paying rates, though, like all land tax on a property. So you, it's yep. a good uh-huh. investment, really. Um, I think cars are the bit, one of the biggest investments. If you can get an old classic, no, and uh, is really good, not a bodge job, and you can put that in a shed for 20 years, mate, you're going to make a shitload of money out of that old girl. I'm telling you, I've just seen it. And that's why I've done it with my, And I've only I'm not done it for investment. I've done it for um, practicalities, you know. Like this old girl, I can work on it. I can actually freaking go out there and, and change pipes. I can actually go and change everything on that thing. Right. Where you don't need any, like, there's no proprietary tools that you can't get your hands on that you're going to need. Like, none of that bullshit like you do nowadays with the shit that's out there. Right. You'll see well, a lot of people who buy cars. They go to auction. They'll go to like you know for salvage titles and stuff like that. Cars that were in floods, cars that were in wrecks and totaled. You'll see a lot of people go out and buy those cars and, and they'll fix them back up and then they'll they'll sell them for a profit. Right. Um, it's just you need just knowing that market, knowing that that whole knowing what you're looking at, knowing what you're getting, knowing what it's going to cost to fix what you're getting, and knowing yeah. that you're going to be able to make a buck on it. That, that's like right. the time involved to fix it up and all that stuff. Like, I mean, if you if you can, if you can do that stuff yourself, then you're going to make money on it, depending yeah. on the vehicle. I seen a car, for instance, the other day, fifteen grand. Now, if I had the cash, I could buy that, and I reckon I could make about seven grand out of it, especially buying it and um, yeah, a little bit of probably cost me a grand to do it, the things to it to actually bring it up to that price and sit on it. You know, if you're willing to sit on it, that's the thing. People talk about property. People talk about gold and silver. I mean, I bought silver, um, what, 25 years ago, right? $33 or whatever it was in silver. What's silver now? About the freaking same damn thing. So what was the use holding on silver? People talk about land. Well, what's the use having land if you're going to be paying, you know, six hundred dollars a month in land rates, like, that's ridiculous. So you're losing well, money. People, with a people, car. You do make you, no, you do make you do make money on land. You always make money on land, um, because, but you will have to pay into you. You're going to have to constantly, you know, pay into it as you're owning it. Uh, the same thing with with real estate. You go and have to pay taxes on that property, but but usually. I mean, depending on where you, what kind of home it is, and it, you know, especially if you're gonna flip it or not. Um, you people like, for instance, my my father bought his new house in 2016 for 425 thousand dollars, and that's exactly what he sold the, the house that we grew up in for, and now his home is worth 800 thousand dollars. Yeah, but what is that on the market? That's what I'm saying, Shep. You know, like my my ha- house was 140. That's a, that's what they that's what the, that's the market value of this home now. But I'm only going to get that hundred million if you think that where I'm coming from. Yeah, it's great if you're retired and all that, and you just want to get a caravan and piss off around the country. Yes, but for market value on property, you're not really making anything. You're only going along with the jurisdiction of the um. The real estates, really, 
like, okay, now my 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 uh, land is now worth ten times or five times worth than what it was when I bought it. Yeah, great, but I'm not going to get that um, that principle again in 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 the area here. If I sell my house for five hundred thousand, I'm only going to get a, a house up the road for five hundred thousand. But years ago, would have hundred and forty. You know what I mean? That's where I'm more coming from with house. No, I see, I see what you're saying. I, I was just, I was just making the example that he bought a house in 2016, and eight years later, or ten years later, well, no, eight years later, sorry, it's worth almost double. I mean, that's pretty fast. Yeah, that that, that value increase. That, that's a big jump. Yeah, if you want to get a caravan and that, and just sell up, yes, you you would make a, a good lifestyle out of that. But I hear, want, I hear what you're saying, like. Yeah. If he's going to like, well, let me, let me just put it like this. So like, you know, God forbid when the day comes and one of my parents pass away, obviously, you know, this, it's, it's a big home. They, they live in the big home. So this is the point I was trying to make is like, let's just say that happens. They sell this home, whoever's left and, you know, they pocket 50% of what they what they paid for it, right? Then they go buy them, they downgrade. They buy them or they buy themselves a, a condo or a small one family. <laughs> then they're making money on that on that property. But if you're looking to buy a property in sim, similar market in a similar size, yeah, you're not going to make anything on it cuz cuz that that other property that you're looking at is also increased from the time it was whatever it was in 2016. So I think it all depends on, excuse me, where you're going and what you're looking for. But to me, for that, that's and and the market always changes, right? Like property value. Sometimes it's a buyer's market. Sometimes it's a seller's market. Right now it's a seller's market. I'm sorry, a buyer's market. Um, over here at least it is. Well, it's the same if you've got eight hundred thousand off your parents' property, and then you went to buy something. You you're really not getting Hi, much. Monica. Because everything in that property would have been two hundred thousand back then, anyway. You know, so yeah, that's the unless you wanted, to, like I said, unless you wanted to just go out and buy a flash car and a little block of land out the back of Whoop Whoop, and um, yeah, you could probably get away. When with I was, yeah, and, and when I was making that that point earlier about you know real estate or land being an investment, I I meant it more as like um, not where you're actually living, but like investing in properties. Like, so you you own your home, you like you're living where you're living. You have no plan on selling your 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 primary residence, but you buy second you know second properties, third properties, then you yeah, sell those properties yeah, off. That's that's kind of you're, yeah. you're basically playing the real estate. You're playing the real estate market, same as like the stock market, but with real yeah, estate. Definitely, yeah. If you're playing that game, but I'm not savvy enough to do that. I mean, I've heard of that. Yeah, exactly where you're coming from, but I'm not savvy right. enough. Right? Oh, no, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You, should, you have to know what you're doing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm it's, 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 yeah. Pay off another and house. It's the market. <laughs> Same thing with stocks and bonds, right? Like, if, if I, I know nothing about that, so <laughs> if I ever tried to play that market, like, uh, <laughs> I'll lose everything I got. No <laughs> shit, right? No shit. Or. What about like when these people put so much money into these into these? Uh, and I'm not even talking about going after like the next hot upcoming startup or you know apples or anything like that or, or these big tech companies. I'm just talking about just putting money into something like safe, 
right? Um, like mutual bonds, you could be making money on that, on that, on that, uh, on those shares or whatever you have the money in. But if that market crashes, now you're losing your money on those yeah. things. You're gonna crash. And then what? Too. So, so many good people have committed suicide before in this. That, like the profession, like during the when the stock market crashed uh, back in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how many people fucking like literally jumped out of the buildings? Like <laughs> they lost everything. Right. They lost everything. With nets on the windows in China for people when they jump out of one of the places there. It's that stressful. In Vegas, if you when you go to like Atlantic City or Vegas or these like any kind of gambling casino hotel, the windows don't open for yeah, that reason. They used to. That guy ended up doing all that shooting. Then, if that was the case, there, there's another rabbit hole. How was he able? The guy to shot windows that don't open. Yeah, he shot out the windows. The he he being, well, actually. Yeah, but the Mandalay Bay shooter. Yeah, yeah. He, he um he he had like a like um kind of, like a hammer. He smashed out all the windows. He was on the thirty fourth floor or whatever the fuck. Um, and then he just shot up that concert supposedly. Yeah. I think there was more than one shooter. I think that I think that whole fucking story is all funny. I think that's a whole fucking what do they call them false flag events or something. Free. Yeah. Those- mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that whole thing doesn't make sense. There's so much footage out there. Um, the taxi drivers that were literally online in the, the valet line or the taxi line for the hotel underneath the where the shooter was actively shooting, and you hear gunfire being shot off in the distance. You had the windows at Caesar's Palace or, or the Bellagio that were getting shot out. That It's impossible for him to have shot those windows out. How did that happen? You know what I mean? So it's it, and then this, these random helicopters flying around. There's a lot of weird shit about that. About you know, that. The governor in that jurisdiction was also the governor over in um, uh, yeah. in New Orleans. And, and and the sheriff, the the, the fucking the, the head of the, the sheriff's department when they had and then they had the FBI come in, and you can see how nervous he is. now he's somewhere else at sheriff that's also controversial about something happened where he is now. It's it's. It's gnarly, man. Right. Some, something about that is fishy, and uh, there's, there's so much evidence to support that. The security guard in the hotel, his timeline does not match the timeline that the official police came out with, and they kept changing their timeline. I mean, weird stuff. Very weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Even the blood on the bullet that they found, the bullet casing doesn't match up to how a, a bullet casing would fall. I, did, did you ever see the picture of him? The guy who supposedly did it, he, he, the photo that they took of him after he <coughs> off himself? The, oh, the, yeah. the way the blood the blood's running down his face backwards and shit? Like, it's weird stuff, man. None of it. I, none of I it never saw up. that. And then, <clears throat> even the guy, but the guys, even his even his like, there's a lot of, of this, there's a lot of security footage that's been either put out or have leaked through the years, and you. But it is a lot of weird behavior. For he, so he was a he was a he was a regular gambler, like high roller, if you will. But he's using the service elevators at the hotels. He's making all these trips back to his home, and he's he's bringing in suitcases, suitcases, suitcases. He he, he didn't bring. I from what I've heard. They think it was he was a weapons deal gone wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what like a weapons deal that was being set up by the feds 
it was like a sting operation that went that went south. That's that's the story that I've heard, and that's what the cover up is about. Yeah, hmm. that would so. make a good conspiracy one on the outside of Oz one night, um, yeah. one episode probably. I would have to get. Uh, I, I yeah, yeah dude, that I, makes I, a lot I, more sense than any of the other ones I've heard. Is that weapons deal? Yeah. We also I heard, heard that, and that one makes a lot more sense than anything else. What else have you heard? Because I, I would have to refresh my memory on the whole story because it was a few years now. But I mean, that was the one that really stuck out to me was that weapons deal gone south <clears throat> between like um, some type right. of like terrorist organization and like a sting operation. And they do that kind of shit in those hotels, man. It's just weird. The government does some fuck like black ops, man, or oof. Yeah. One big rabbit hole, that, that whole thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that he had lost a lot of money and was d- didn't have much of a way of getting it back. Um, also, that he'd, he'd found out that he had that he was terminally ill and decided to make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, like he didn't uh, he didn't think he was famous, you know, and wanted to become famous or infamous, and decided to do it. And that he'd been collecting his whole life and just decided to use everything. But it, all the stuff that he used was modern. Right. Yeah. Right. There wasn't any There wasn't any older stuff, which you would expect if he was a collector. Yeah, yeah. especially collecting his whole life. That's another rabbit hole as well. He's collecting guns and that. Well, where was those guns getting shipped off to? And even people that heard the gun rounds, there's no way you could use that caliber in... in in just a random manner, you know, you'd have to use two to three people to be able to create that sort of sound. And a lot of the, uh... a lot of weird stuff, and you can easily <laughs> break windows behind you um, with ricochets. But the a lot of number stuff. of like the volume that he put out there was was a lot. A lot, of, yeah, and and there's a lot of like audio uh, analysts analysis. From like people who were streaming it or not streaming it, filming it as it was happening, mm-hmm. or that one taxi driver who was already filming before it even started off. All right. People who were filming at the concert and you hear and like yes, there's a lot of like uh, what do they call that? Uh, the echoes off the other hotels, but mm-hmm. it doesn't match the patterns that were being sh- like. So you, you let's just say for our arguments that you hear the hymn supposedly go. Something like that, but you hear in the background, it doesn't match up. It's fucking weird, and I don't know. I I know nothing about firearms, and I know nothing about like sound acoustics, but it's some weird shit. Shooting a gun like that in rapid succession, some of those sounds will reverberate over top of others, so you may not necessarily hear all of them. Okay, you know what I mean. So it could sound like it could sound like multiple shooters. Yeah, yeah. Depending on yeah, the, especially depending on the in that. And sometimes area. the reverberations will cover up the other one. Right. Yeah. That's, that's or just make it. I, you know, they'll I, I combine know a lot and make it louder. That he had, he had custom bump stocks on them to make them fully automatic weapons. Um, but then there was also the argument that his age and the shape that he was in, and then the whole. You know, because of the trajectory of the shots, the angle that they came in on and the sound he was going because he had gotten himself one of those big suites and he had busted out two different windows. So he had like a corner room and he was able to go 
the way that the building was shaped basically on one of the bends of the building. So he had basically mm-hmm. two different vantage points and he was supposedly running back and forth from window to window to window to window. Like why? And, and could he do that physically at the age that he was with the weapons that he was supposedly using? Then he had a cart, the, the home, the housekeeping cart. Or I mean, I'm sorry, the room service cart rigged with uh, cameras in the hallway. So he can monitor who's coming down the hallway as he's doing all this uh, firing onto the crowd. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that just, it's, I'm not a good, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, you know, but some of this stuff, man, it's just the, the, the discrepancies in the, the uh, official reports, how the timelines kept changing from the security guards, like testimony, how that changed. Uh, just some weird shit. Yeah. They're, uh, the, uh, the sheriff. Like something definitely was, there was, I mean, What's up, Ash? How you doing? Hey, everyone. Yeah, I, I feel like your names. There, there was something about his, his girlfriend, that, that that Asian woman who was flying in, and they quite they took her in and questioned her for like a couple of days, and nothing supposedly came out of that. But yet there was like a room service or uh, or a restaurant tab, like a couple of days prior, and the amount of food was for two people. Like it's just weird shit. Weird shit. I believe he was. I believe he was used as a, uh, as like a scapegoat for that deal that supposedly went south. You know, I don't know. There, <clears throat> that's the yeah, the one. Uh, Do you think it's possible that they knew they had a? Sorry, Russ. Okay, is it is it possible that there was somebody in the crowd that was the initial target, and that they just created a whole bunch of collateral? Just to make it in. look like it was a like a mass thing. Like, I don't think they really got into the victims, right? And who they were, what they did, anything like that, because there were so many of them. It was just like, oh, it's just a mass shooting and all these unfortunate people. But there very easily could have been one or two high value targets that they were looking at in that crowd. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. And then even um, if you look at one of like the one of the cameras. Uh, cell phone footage that was being filmed of somebody at that concert you hear the te- you hear him firing mm-hmm. off like test rounds I guess to, to get his like angle and all that shit down okay. and even even with that like when the fire when the fire like even the way he fired upon the crowd it was over a, like a prolonged period of time before they can actually like narrow down where the where they were where the uh, firing was coming, where the where the shooter was actually at, like the the chaos. It just it's been a few years since that story came out. I was fucked up on drugs at the time, so I don't remember every little thing. But it, uh, I remember it, it was very interesting. Alex Jones was on that thing for a minute, and he was the one that was you know not necessarily breaking all this like conspiracy info. He was just kind of like you know discussing it further. But the biggest, one of the biggest things that you can see is a lot of the stuff that was happening at the press conferences that didn't match up. And then all of a sudden the feds were there and there was always this one guy who started to like almost coach the fucking sheriff. It was weird, man. It's just weird. Something that just didn't seem right compared to other events of the same nature. Um, I know that whole, you. I mean, on a, just on like a side note that that whole UV light uh, shooter, the uh, the DOJ publicly like um, basically uh, tore that 
police department apart by saying that how they failed them, the people miserably, like the, the response for that active shooter, um, like really bad. So I'm, I just heard that the other day. But yeah. One dude, I got like a minute. How like the officers? Cut out for tonight. Head to All right, dude. Yeah, it's two o'clock. Everybody, you gonna be on in the morning? Yeah, I'll be on in the morning. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah, I'll be on in the morning. But uh, until then, man, have a great, right. great night, man. Enjoy the evening. Good night, everybody. Yeah, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Later, my friends. Peace out.